It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors Wrap Up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search from the Crown Royal Club inside Oracle Arena. It's John Dickinson in for Chris Townsend, in for Matt Steinmetz, and the one and only Daryl Aguru Johnson. We're with you after the Warriors. 117-101 victory over the Memphis Grizzlies as the Dubs improved to 6-0 and at home and 10-1 and overall on this 2018-2019 season. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. Guru McKinney Mania. It is a thing and it continued inside Oracle Arena tonight as the Warriors just blow the doors off the Grizzlies in a third quarter and Alfonso McKinney was right in the middle of all yeah, of it. Yeah, and he's tied for the three-point uh, leading percentage in the league. is 60% and that's along with Joe Harris, but I'm blown away at what we're seeing. I'm not going to go a star is born, but he is what the Warriors bench needs at this juncture and the great Stephen A. Smith sends out a tweet referring to McKinney saying it's not fair and he's sick of watching the Warriors because this kid is taking that next step and we're only 11 games in JD it's not fair how good the Golden State Warriors are with their starters and now with him and Jarebko coming off the bench different kind of matchup tonight the Memphis Grizzlies like to play a little bit of a slower tempo they play two bigs with Mark Gasol and Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, the the high level first round pick uh, of the Grizzlies after their season a year ago where they struggled uh, and they try and you know, limit the possessions a little bit. They usually win the turnover battle, which they did win tonight. Uh, they had the Warriors. They had the Warriors stymied a little bit in, in the first half. Stephen Curry got off to a very poor start, uh, probably the worst quarter of basketball that he's played this season. That's okay. In that, that first quarter, JD. Uh, but you look up, and the Warriors were down two at the end of the first. Clay Thompson hits a three on what was really a broken possession right before the halftime horn. And you look up at halftime, and it's 58-58, and you're thinking, wow, the Warriors could have been down big in this game. They're right there in a tie, and you just had a feeling that if the Warriors were going to lock in defensively at some point, it was the fourth quarter in the game the other night here on Friday against the Timberwolves. It was the third quarter tonight where they lock in defensively and they wind up outscoring Memphis 34-15. to You look up going to the fourth quarter, the ball game's over. No, it is. And you look at the rebounding totals. Again, the Warriors get the dub. Uh, when, it talk, when you talk about total rebounds, then you look at the three-point line. The Warriors were 13, J.D., of 24. You know, I'm a mathematician. That's 54% to Memphis's 33. You're just not going to beat this team in this building, shooting them 27 three-pointers Memphis shot, and they only made nine. To me, that's the ball game is also. You try to beat the Warriors at what they're good at, and you just can't. Stephen Curry, season-low 19 points. He scored less than 20 points seven times last year. The Warriors were 3-4 and four in those games. That was in the regular season. The Warriors also get some good news. The one guy that was missing during that third quarter run was Draymond Green. Second game in a row he's gotten to the locker room. Went to the locker room in the second quarter. 
uh, came back to finish the second quarter. And x-rays negative, as you look at Draymond Green, a right foot contusion. He left the game. He returned to the game. They went to halftime, and you come out to begin the third quarter, and Jordan Bell is on the floor to start the third quarter instead of Draymond Green. doesn't even matter. The Warriors are still able to ignite uh, a third-quarter run that really was reminiscent of last season where the Warriors were one of the most dominant teams in the third quarter in NBA history, they dialed it back and, and kind of brought back some memories from a lot of the third quarters in this building. Yeah, and I'm looking at Kavon Looney because when they came out, you know, at half and Draymond wasn't there in years past, uh-oh, but the bench is in a zone right now, J.D. and Kavon Looney, you know, he just displayed four or five from the field. He's You can trust him now. And now that you go down this roster and you go into the bench, J.D., I'm starting to think at what juncture do you get worried when a starter goes down because they're making a name for themselves. And I'm waiting for the nickname to come for the Warriors bench. But soon that will happen. But right now everything was all good because you go to Kevon Looney, Cherebko, McKinney, Jordan Bell, Quinn Cook. I'm looking out there like – Wow, who saw this coming? The bench mob was special tonight. 888-957-9570. It's 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. It's John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson with you. The Warriors win it 117-101 to at Oracle tonight as they get it done against the Memphis Grizzlies. And a Grizzlies team that actually have been playing pretty well overall. They lost last night at the buzzer in Phoenix, so second night of a back-to-back for them. You have to wonder if maybe the Warriors were able to wear them down in that second half, but Memphis came into this one at 5-3. and three. They dipped to 5-4. and four. The Warriors, as I mentioned, 10-1 and one now on the season. Draymond Green, his status in doubt for Thursday. The X-rays negative on that right foot, but Steve Kerr did say after the ball game that uh, it's up in the air as to whether Draymond will be able to play for, for what's going to be a highly anticipated matchup against the Milwaukee Bucks, who are off to a hot start. No practice tomorrow for the Warriors. They'll be back on the practice floor Wednesday, and then the game here at Oracle, the nationally televised game against the Bucks on Thursday. Alfonso McKinney, averaging just under 24 minutes in the last four games, 11.5 points per game, 6.3 rebounds per game. He had three assists tonight. Career high. He's long. He just fits what the Warriors need in so many different ways. He does all the little things. And then you have Kevin Durant saying after the ball game the other night that the part of McKinney's game that he likes the most is the fact that he's now confident in his offense. And we saw that in this ball game tonight. A, a guy with just confidence through the roof yeah and it's all i told you this on warriors live it's all about opportunity and when this young man mckinney gets the ball he's looking to shoot he's not scared jd he will take you off to dribble he will jump out the gym to you know get a rebound and you talk about the fit it's a perfect match and i think how about this the rest of the bench guys are following he he, i think he's a leader for the guys on the bench because they know he's a effective but yet he's not scared and he doesn't look overwhelmed it's a beautiful thing and would you hit all would you have ever thought that you know Iggy not playing Livingston not playing I I won't dare say change another guard 
it's just the rich get richer because the Warriors didn't skip a beat. They didn't start off fast, J.D. They didn't. And I was like, okay, I'll give Memphis credit. Look at the final score, 117. That's just how damn good this Warrior team is. Yeah, the Warriors trailed by as many as seven. They would lead by as many as 26 before the Grizzlies outscore the Warriors in the fourth quarter to make it a little bit more respectable looking. Well, 117 to 101, the final tonight. You had Stephen Curry, the rim protector, as well in that third quarter. How about that block? I saw it. To close the third quarter, looked like Tony Allen in his prime. DPOY, maybe. Just I'm, an incredible. Obviously, you're playing with, but that was. But <laughs> we it, love you, Steph. But an incredible play, and and again, when when the mo- you just see things that you that you don't normally see when the Warriors get on one of these runs in this building. You know, McKinney was knocking them down. They were they were flying around defensively, holding the Grizzlies to a five for twenty clip in that third quarter uh, as the Warriors. The defense translates into offense as they end up shooting a hot percentage in that third quarter as well. Uh, it just when, when they get rolling, it's just a it's a tidal wave that not even the best teams in the league can hold on for dear life and survive. Let alone a team like the Memphis Grizzlies that wants to play a completely different way. Yeah, and I look at Mark Gasol, their leader. He had two field goal attempts, J.D., and I look at young Damian Jones from a physical standpoint. You know, he's not giving up much to anybody. But in this 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 battle with Gasol, from a physical standpoint, he was. And I'm noticing a trend with uh, young Damian Jones. Didn't play bad at all. No field goal attempts. And yet another game under 15 minutes. Do you think that we saw it with Zazan JaVale? Do you think moving forward – that's what we can expect from this Warrior team, regardless the matchup at center, the Damian Jones, that'll be about his cap in regard to minute usage? Well, I think you have to look at the way Zaza Pachulia and JaVale McGee were used. You mentioned McGee. I mean, look, at a minimum, that slot is going to get the first five, six minutes of each half. Mm. And then Steve Kerr kind of slots it out. Looney's the first guy in off the bench. He gets the next five, six-minute run. So you know Looney's going to get a certain amount of minutes carved out for him. I didn't think Damian Jones played all that well. He got in foul trouble quickly. Marcus Gasol really took it to him uh, early on Damian in the ballgame. five fouls, J.D. Yeah, and he, he had Looney in a little bit of foul trouble, too, when Looney was on the floor. And Looney's in, in giving that, up some, some body in the, to Big Gasol. In that, in that first quarter. But Looney, it just... I can't tell you how many times you look up and Looney is among the plus-minus leaders for this Warriors team. Six just, defensive rebounds. And it's just... <laughs> Four or five from the field. I'm looking... I mean, Stephen Curry, even on a 6 of 17 night, even on a night where he gets held to a season-low 19 points, he's 3 for 6 from 3, did get to the line four times, seven assists. But even on a night where Curry is limited a little bit, he still is a team-leading plus 26. Kevin Durant was terrific. Uh, only 11 field goal attempts only in 31 ele- minutes. Only 11 field goal attempts, yet he scores 22 points. So he's he's basically getting a deuce for every field goal attempt. That's, that's plus minus 25 for all But he's a plus 25, and then you're looking at, well, who else was on the floor when things were going well tonight for the Warriors? And, of course, it's Kevon Looney. Looney checks in. They go on that big run, uh, and the Warriors wind up winning this game 117-101 to 101 tonight uh, at Oracle Arena. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson. We're with you live from Oracle Arena. It's Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com. 
the home of home search. I want to go back, though, to the preseason because there was one guy that I think kind of saw what was coming with Alfonso McKinney. And I want to go back to oh, I can't wait for October twelfth. October twelfth. It was the final preseason game for the Warriors. They were playing in San Jose. They were playing the Lakers, and there was a disjointed situation as far as who was available, who wasn't, and they had a bunch of odd combinations. I think Jarebko was playing the three and just different things. It's a preseason game, no big deal. But I'm looking at the way I'm just looking at the roster. And I'm looking at the fact that you know you have the four All-Stars and you know Damian Jones was going to be the starter and you know Looney's going to play and you know that Jordan Bell's going to have a role in there and Iguodala and Livingston are going to run it out of spots. McCaw, not in the fold at that point and still not in the fold, but it led me to wonder, do the Warriors actually have enough wing players to play the way they want to play and rest guys like Iguodala and Livingston. So I asked Steve Kerr, and we're going to play this audio for you here coming up. I asked Steve Kerr after the final preseason game, I said, Steve, are you comfortable with having enough wing depth to, to, to get and play where you want right. you know, this season? And this is what Steve Kerr had to say. Alfonso McKinney's going to be good for us, and um, people will probably look at the box score and see that he, whatever he shot, two for 12 or 13 or something, uh, but that means nothing. Um, you saw what he did, what he could do early with the starters. Uh, he's versatile. He's athletic. We know what he can do, and um, he'll, he'll fit right in. And I remember looking at Steve Kerr, and he was kind of looking at me, and I and I was I was looking at him, and I was thinking, really? It was it was kind of a little bit because. And, but he had it. He had Alfonso McKinney down as somebody that, yeah, he might have to ease him in to a greater role. And I think you saw that at the beginning of the season. It wasn't like he was playing 27, 29 minutes a game right off the bat. He's it earned was, his minutes. It was 8 minutes. It was 10 minutes. It was 12 minutes. Uh, and as the Warriors have needed to adjust uh, the rotation – his minutes have gone up and up and up and up. But I just I, I every game McKinney has, it's a big game. I keep thinking back to San Jose at the end of the preseason and me asking Steve Kerr that question and he without without skipping a beat said, Alfonso McKinney is going to be good for us. And from the soundbite, it sounds like McKinney didn't have the best night from the floor shooting. And Steve Kerr, one of the greatest coaches going in our game today, J.D., saw something. He saw the fit. He saw how he would complement or, or the big three and the rest of the starting five would complement McKinney. And right now, if you talk about second or third tier stories in the NBA this young season because there are stories, J.D. McKinney is the story. And I'm sorry, I keep going to screaming A. Smith. That tweet he sent out tonight about McKinney has put McKinney on the map. And this story is growing. It's a great story. It's a good story. But at the end of the day, we talk about DeMarcus Cousins and what that boost will be. Who saw the McKinney boost outside of Steve Kerr? Because I have my hand up. I did not see it. I did not see it. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's hear from the fans. 
the game is over. And now we want to hear from you. It's time for our From the Fan segment, brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. 888-957-9570. Let's go to Greg in San Francisco. Gets us tipped off here on the phone lines on 95.7 The Game. Greg, you are on Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com. Well, good evening, guys. Great game tonight. Yeah, thanks. Hello. Yeah, What do you got, Greg? Yep. Um, you were talking about depth, and I'm looking at it and going, the Warriors are legitimately 12 deep now. Yeah, I think you could make a case for it. It's interesting. I mean, you look at Curry and Thompson and Durant and Draymond Green. Damian Jones is the starting center. DeMarcus Cousins is going to be back. That's six players. And I know you might not even be factoring Cousins in. uh, But Looney and Iguodala and Livingston, that's eight, nine players. Jarebko's 10. McKinney's 11. Cook. And then you could factor in Quinn Cook, who's somebody that didn't even play, uh, wasn't playing significant minutes, wound up playing significant minutes tonight. And and Cook kind of kept the game a blowout in that fourth quarter because he I knocked talked down about a, him in Warriors he, Live. Where's he, Quinn? He knocked down a couple of threes, and with two guys down, you knew Quinn Cook was actually going to get an opportunity. This is different from the last couple of games where it was just Livingston that wasn't out there. If you don't have two guys, uh, and we appreciate the phone call, Greg. Greg chiming in at 888-957-9570. The Warriors are deep. It's just a matter of how you use that depth. And the one thing I always say, Guru, you almost have to have a backup for the backup with the Warriors because of the way they give rest to Iguodala and Livingston. Yeah, and either one of those guys showed up or you know were a part of the game tonight, and you couldn't tell. 45 bench points uh, from the Warriors bench. That's phenomenal. And I'm going to throw this out there, and I watched Jordan Bell, and I know he has athleticism, but if I were to ask you, and I am on this this Monday night, what's his forte? Because there are too many times I feel like he gets the, you know, the ball, J.D., right by the bucket, 10, foot, 10 feet or out, and there's not that aggressive move. And I think that's allowed, you know, Jarebko and McKinney and Looney to surpass him on the depth chart. At some point, aren't we going to have to see some offense from young Jordan Bell? Yeah, eventually, but he's in a position where he could grow. I mean, they don't they don't have to have that from him right now. What they need from him is energy and defense and running the floor and being able to switch out and defend different positions. I mean, the Warriors don't need offense from Jordan Bell at this stage. However, you do need to keep in mind that this is just year two for Jordan Bell. And the one thing with this Warriors squad, they've been really good at almost redshirting young players, young big men, uh, a couple of years to get them to a point where eventually they can contribute to a greater level. Kavon Looney is a perfect example of that. Damian Jones is a perfect example of that now here in his third year uh, to a point where, where he's a starting center on this team until DeMarcus Cousins comes back. So I think, you know, Jacob Evans is another guy that they have an opportunity to kind of slow play and not have to have contributions from. Jordan Bell for the Warriors right now is a luxury item, not a necessity. And that's just an unbelievable position to be in. 888-957-9570. Let's keep it moving on the phone lines. Brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. 
the best since 1952. Eric in Milbray is up next here on 95.7 The Game. Eric, you were on Warriors Wrap-Up. Yeah, what's up, guys? Talk what's up? about uh, McKinney, man. What a, what a great find. Just tells you the great uh, scouting service by Bob Myers and his staff to find this journeyman who nobody ever heard of. And uh, to him to be the breakout star. Patrick McCall, man, I don't know what advice he's getting. But if I were him, I don't know if they were the Warriors would take him back. But I don't think the Warriors would want him anymore, huh, with the way McKinney's busting. Just talking about tonight's game. Uh, just, hey, Memphis kept it tight for half. They're a good team, especially with having Conley back and uh, and their big man Gasol. But uh, as you see, they just don't have the offensive firepower. And the Warriors, when they're locked in like they are right now, there's no touching them. But, guys, I wanted to talk about Milwaukee. I can't wait. I'm going to that game on Thursday night. Uh, Milwaukee playing playing. Uh, as good as basketball as anybody in the league right now, and uh, Greek Freak and, and, and Draymond, man, I wanted to get your your take on that game, guys. Um, what do you think? Can Milwaukee give them a challenge? They're playing great ball, but we don't know how they match up with the Warriors, and will they be one of the potential teams along with, say, like Toronto and uh, the Celtics, and we assume uh, who are going to be right there uh, battling uh, the Warriors to come out of the East in the NBA Finals. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And, uh, another great win. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Eric. Erica Milbray checking in here. The Bucks are 8-1, and one, and yeah. they're coming in here. It's been a home-heavy schedule for them. They've played six of their first nine at home. They're 6-0. and oh. But talk to me outside of Giannis. Do they have enough help uh, to knock off this war team? Right now, J.D.? Eh. They have some length. They have some length, and they have some guys that can shoot the three-point shot. They're getting a high percentage of their points are coming from three-pointers. And they, they want to drive, and they want to kick and shoot three-pointers, and Giannis is, I mean, Greek Freak is the nickname. He is playing at an unbelievable level right now. We'll we'll get into that matchup coming up, and, and he mentioned Giannis and Draymond Green. We'll get the latest on what's going on with Draymond Green as well as Warriors Wrap-Up rolls on, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Outside the arc. One bounce over to McKinney. He's open. He fires and swishes a three. His first to three attempt of the night ties the game at 43. Jarebko, hook pass. McKinney, he fires. Three ball. Left corner pocket for McKinney. Jared Jackson goes up, blocked by Jordan Bell. Loose ball to Cook. Lead out McKinney. One step to the rim with the right hand. McKinney with a slam. It's unbelievable, honestly. I don't want to jinx it man, but he makes his first shot every time he comes in the game. Still early in the season, I know how y'all get out, get out of hand with the with the gas. I know Zoe's not reading too much into that because uh, it's not really real, so we're all excited for him, but we want more for him, and I know he wants more for himself, so it's only, we only, what, 11 games in? You know, full season for him, is that's what I'm looking forward to, to seeing him do this for the rest of the year. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Alfonso McKinney, the story of this night. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com. It's John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson. With you here on 95.7, the game Warriors win at 117-101. to And Alfonso McKinney, the highlight player as his run continues, 14 points, 6 of 9, 2 of 3 from 3, and he made an impact. The huh? legend still grows, J.D. The legend continues to grow for Alfonso McKinney who is somebody that doesn't even have a guaranteed contract for this season. The Warriors have until January to guarantee his contract for the season, and they also have an option for next season 
as well. So if Alfonso McKinney keeps playing at the level he's playing at, this is somebody that's going to be around with this team not only for the remainder of this year, but even on into next year. Well, yeah, and I need you to help me out. I know JaVale departed, but it seems like he's becoming a fan favorite. And I guess it's just the backdrop of the story and what he's done and how he's rose to prominence. But the caller mentioned it. I don't hear enough about Bob Myers. I mean, Bob Myers took a chance on this guy. I didn't know who the hell he was. I definitely didn't think he would contribute like he's doing. Is Bob Myers getting enough love, J.D., for taking a chance and finding McKinney and bringing him to this mix and having him basically blow up right in front of our eyes 10 games into the season? Yeah, it's pretty amazing, and honestly, I mean. Good job, Bob. Bob Myers with a great job. The whole staff with a great job, really, I mean, when it comes to Alfonso McKinney, because, look, the Warriors are in a position where they need to find players that can play for the minimum. They need to find players that can be cost-effective. They need to find players that maybe other teams don't want to, to add to their mix when you look at some of the salaries now of a Stephen Curry making $40 million a season. When you look at Draymond Green and Clay Thompson up for raises, Kevin Durant at some point, uh, if he's going to remain with the Golden State Warriors, is going to be making what Stephen Curry is making or pretty darn close to it uh, to stick around. So, you know, Andre Iguodala is making $16 million. Sean Livingston, about half of that. So the Warriors have a lot of salary tied up in their top six guys. That's not even half your roster. And the Warriors play 11 or 12 guys on any given night, at least guys that have to be ready to be able to play. So what you have to do is figure out a way to pepper this roster with other pieces that complement the skill set of the four All-Stars. And McKinney, to me, just the length, the athleticism, the ability to run the floor, the, the, hustle, the, the hustle on the offensive glass, you know, extra possessions. For a team that's as dominant as the Warriors are, those extra possessions are invaluable. Now, you're right. We saw Quinn Cook come in last year and take advantage of an opportunity. He parlayed that into a contract. He's back here. We see it in all the other sports where, you know, guys take advantage. And for a short period of time, J.D., it's all about them. And then – they have kind of a fall off and come down to earth. Twenty nine minutes tonight with McKinney, and I don't. You watched a lot of basketball. I don't see it ending anytime soon. And my point is, in a nutshell, this is not a fluke. This is not. This kid can play. Now, and we'll hear from Alfonso McKinney here coming up uh, in just a moment. Uh, one, I was searching for this note, and it was via Anthony Slater's athletic piece. Uh, it was tremendous. You should check it out on Alfonso McKinney, and he had the note in there. Alfonso McKinney, a Kent Lacob find. That's why you we were talking wow. about Bob Myers. All right. And I wanted to, to point out that note. Uh, the general manager at Santa Cruz had lunch with McKinney in Chicago over the summer, brought him to camp to compete for a two-way contract. So that's, again, one of the details from the, the story from Anthony Slater, a great piece uh, on Alfonso McKinney here just within the last week. Uh, and so, yeah, you say Bob Myers, but it's Bob Myers and staff, and it's that's that's a whole pool, Kent Lacob included. Uh, and, you know, there's always a story as to who kind of gets the credit. For hey, can somebody give Bob some 
credit. Yeah, exactly. Tell him, Day-Day. Draymond's giving everybody credit. Draymond's giving everybody credit. Speaking right. of Draymond, you worried about no big deal, right? X-rays negative. Yeah, X-rays negative, but I mean, it's. I, I think that's a big deal. Anytime that's somebody a junkyard ha- dog. Now. Anytime somebody has to, you know, leave a game and he came back, and the Warriors are always going to be cautious. So I, I think, you know, from a fan's point of view. You look at that next matchup against Milwaukee, and you're thinking, Doc, got it. Got a couple of days off. Doc, got yeah. it. You want Draymond Green to be out there if you're a fan uh, to go up against Giannis, and the Bucks are as hot as anybody not named the Raptors or the Golden State Warriors, who are now 10-1 uh, and one on the season. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Let's go ahead and hear. We've been talking a lot about him. Let's hear from Alfonso McKinney after the ball game tonight. Uh, I mean, it's been great for me, um, you know, just, you know, getting an opportunity to be out there, um, late game situation. Um, you know, it lets me know that the coaches trust me and, you know, players trust me too. What's this been like from an off-court standpoint the last week or plus with everything? Maybe your phone's, I'm sure, flooded with stuff, things like that. Oh, man, my phone's been blowing up. Um, my phone, all my social media has been blowing up. Um, but, I mean, it's been great. Um, you know, I'm just you know, I'm just happy I'm in this situation. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're now 12 to 20 from three. Are you surprising yourself with how well you're hitting the three early this season? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say surprised. Um, the three ball is something I've been working on all summer and, um, you know, getting a lot of reps up in it. And, you know, it's just it's just showing now. Um, I'm getting the reps, um, you know, before games, before practices and everything. And, um, you know, it's showing in the games. Um, you know, the guys encourage me to shoot those shots. And, you know, I'm just glad they've been falling. Alfonso, what do you think helped fuel the third quarter on both with the shots that you were making and, and your teammates? Um, I think the third quarter, you know, we got more – you know, we started getting more stops, and, you know, we started stopping them a little bit more. And, um, you know, we was able to convert on the other end. And, um, you know, I think that was the fuel to everything. Um, you know, defense leads to offense. Uh, it seems like you're already becoming a fan favorite. Just want to know what it's like for when you swish a three or when you get a fast break dunk and you hear this crowd kind of erupt. Oh, uh, man, this atmosphere is crazy. Um, you know, never been, never been in anything like it. And, um... You know, when I do it, the three in the crowd goes crazy, you know, and I hear everybody, like, saying my name and stuff. Um, you know, it's a great feeling. So when when you're playing, I mean, we can see your activity level is always high, but against a guy like Mark Gasol, first of all, I mean, how were you surprised at how just big he is, and how are you able to overcome that kind of size with your athletic ability? Um, I think with a guy like Mark Gasol, you know, him being much bigger than me, you know, I think I just have to um, – you know, use my quickness and, you know, just try to get around him and, you know, try try my best to not let him get the ball. And, you know, when he do, you know, just trust that, that my teammates will um, help me out. Yeah, Alfonso McKinney, you hear from him there just another night. And I think more stories are probably coming uh, with respect to Alfonso McKinney uh, when you look at the way that he's played to begin the year for the Warriors. Laid back. Just, just a perfect fit. You know, an interesting note, the Warriors – they out-rebounded the Timberwolves 61-39 to okay. on Friday night. They won again tonight. Memphis is one of the traditional teams that, that plays big. I mean, Jaron Jackson's a big. Marcus Gasol's a big. They've got a, a big front yeah. line. Even Kyle Anderson is a small forward. Uh, you look at the rebounds tonight 
46 to 30 Warriors. And it, again, it's bigger than the starters. Jarebko, McKinney, Looney. I mean, th- those dudes know how to rebound. They got that knack. Special, J.D. All right, John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson were with you after the Warriors win. Here at Oracle, 117-101, they defeat the Memphis Grizzlies. Still time for a couple of phone calls at 888-957-9570. We also have our play of the game coming up, and we'll hear from Kevin Durant as well. It's Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Trying to lead Selden. Two-hand toss. It's going to go back. Selden's got it. Goes up for the layup. Blocked by Curry. Batted out of bounds as the corner is over. Curry with the reject. Just saw the pass go over, over the top. And then Damien got pushed, so he couldn't make a play on it. And I was just at the right place at the right time. And, yeah, just got a lot of ball and had a little fun celebration. It was a nice way to end the quarter. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. It's a modest Stephen Curry following that defensive gem. He's always modest. To close out a 34-15 third quarter, which wound up being the story of the game as the Warriors turned a 58-all tie into a 19-point lead. They'd go on to lead by as many as 26, and they win it by 16, 117-101. Warriors wrap-up brought to you by Realtor.com. It's John Dickinson, Daryl the Guru Johnson inside Oracle Arena. When you have that in your arsenal, Tonight it was thirty-four to fifteen. Thursday it could be forty-one to five. It, it's just lethal, and I don't think there's a team in the league right now when the Warriors are clicking. JD, they can stop them, and that's why I'm going. I'm fast forwarding. I'm predicting this season will end in a chip. I'm doing that now. Just write that down. Put it in your box. Do what you want with it. This is the best basketball team in the NBA. Well, look, we talk about it every single night. They have increased the gap. <laughs> they have. Oh, and because they, they, the they have in- increased the gap between them and the rest of the league. I mean, look at the Western Conference right now. Look at the Western Conference it's right turned now. turned upside down. The Denver Nuggets won tonight impressively. Uh, they beat the Boston Celtics tonight in Denver. They are 9-1. and one. They're playing terrific basketball. They are 6-0 and at home and 3-1 and on the road. Oh, by the way, they are the one for the Golden State Warriors in the loss column. The Warriors are 10-1. and I so know why. The Nuggets are in good shape right now playing excellent Rockets basketball. Rockets behind them, right? The, the Rockets are 4-5, and five, wow. but they've won three straight. The Rockets, have, they've won three straight. Right. Right. They're actually 4-1 and one on the road, believe it or not. They haven't won a home game yet. Uh, the Utah Jazz... Would you believe me if I told you the Utah Jazz were 0-4 at home? I believe that's where Derrick Rose scored 50, right? The Utah Jazz are 0-4 at home and 4-6 and now on the season, wow. and Donovan Mitchell's banged up. The Lakers are 4-6. and The Pelicans are 4-6. and These are all teams that are probably going to wind up being playoff teams. The Minnesota Timberwolves are 4-7. and What? Think about that. Right now, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. In the Western Conference, Houston four and five, Utah Lakers Pelicans all three four and six, Minnesota four and seven. These were the top contenders. Throw the Lakers out of there to the Warriors in the Western Conference last year. The ten and one Warriors, and that's no fluke in itself. But if you keep you know reciting those records, that's telling me teams 
maybe have lost their identity. They've lost pieces. But the Golden State Warriors keep adding, keep getting gems. At what point, J.D., during the regular season do we say, this is so real that if I say I could see this team winning 15 or 18 in a row, that doesn't sound ludicrous. It doesn't sound ludicrous. I, I think they're going to win every game every night. Wow. And they're more motivated right now than they were a year ago. And they're able to rest the players that they want to get rest. And they're better than last year. I'm sorry, Nick Young. Caspi, I know you got your ring tonight. Right now through 11 games, would you feel confident in saying the Warrior bench and Jarebko is by far better than what they were getting in regard to production last year? Yes. Alfonso McKinney is better than heavy Nick Young. There's no question about it. There's no There's no question about it. Kevon Looney playing regular minutes is is a better player than he was He doesn't last start, year but it's like he starts at this particular with the time. Minutes he Jonas Jarebko, to what he's what Jarebko oh, has no been doubt. to this point has been everything that they wanted Omri Caspi, who by the way got his ring tonight. He's been everything and then some as to what they believed Caspi could be mm-hmm. last year. It's early. Things can play out. But you, you look at those records. Congress, it's early for those teams it, that haven't no, hit their stride. There's no question about it, but my, my point is I just don't see how the Warriors aren't going to get the one seed. And look, I know in the Eastern Conference, Milwaukee's going to be in here on Thursday. They're eight and one. Toronto's ten and one. They're playing great. Celtics still have some things to figure out. Gordon Hayward doesn't look totally right, uh, but they're six and four, and I think they're going to wind up being in that top, probably. How about three. those young Sixers? Yeah, the Sixers still struggling a little, a little bit down struggle. right now, but they're right. six and five. Right. It's not like they're. It's not like they're four and seven. You know, like some of these other teams we're talking about uh, in the Western Conference. This is scary how good this Warrior team can be. We'll get to Kevin Durant coming up uh, in just a moment, but first it's our play of the game. Visit Putnam Cadillac Chevrolet Buick GMC in Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Marshawn Brooks with a dribble. Head fake on Jordan Bell. Flipped it inside. Jared Jackson goes up. Blocked by Jordan Bell. Loose ball to Cook. Lead out McKinney. One step to the rim with a right hand. McKinney with a slam. What's better, the McKinney fast break dunk or the McKinney corner three? He's hit both of them. I'm going to go with range. the corner three. I just keep waiting for him to miss. Like, you're not Steph, Clay D. Or, yeah. How about Clay? He hits his first one every game. Clay, Clay, that, uh, that that that's old news. Him struggling from downtown. Tune in tomorrow. Play the game. It's the dunk, not the three pointer from Alfonso McKinney. I don't want to confuse the listener out there that's off listening. Off of the Jordan Bell block. Off of that Jordan Bell block. So. Make sure Get that out of you here. tune in tomorrow, 10.30 a.m., and that's your opportunity to win with you and my guy Matt Steinmetz. Yeah. He's back. He's from back. PA. Back can't from, wait to see the haircut. Can't, I can't wait to listen <laughs> to you guys. Warriors cancel practice, which means Johnny's got the day off, so I'll be at the gym listening to you guys tomorrow at 10.30. I love it. Uh, right, but I can't call in and win. Little but, hoops in the gym, J.D.? But you can. Little now, hoops? tomorrow's probably going to be a little treadmill elliptical. Hey, I got I to get it going. Okay. I got to get a good right. sweat going. Well, one guy that had a good sweat going tonight and always does is Kevin Durant. KD. Let's hear from Kevin Durant uh, after this ball game. Warriors get it done 117-101. to 
We just had to uh, stay the course. I mean, this team uses up the whole possession and get there, find their best shot, and you got to respect it. So um, we're so used to getting out on, you know, team shooting the ball with 15, 16 seconds on the shot clock, and we getting out and running. But they're a smart basketball team over there. They know they can't run with us, so they're going to slow the game down. I thought we did a great job of uh, matching their physicality, uh, but also switching up our style of play. Kevin, looked like, especially in the third quarter there when Draymond was out, like you like embraced more of a playmaking role, um, making passes to your teammates like you normally would, but also a lot of hockey assists and so forth. Is that something you deliber- deliberately did, or is that just with, dictated by the game? Yeah, it's just dictated by the game. Obviously, Draymond does a lot of that for us, and Coach relies on him to do that. Um, but with him in the, in the locker room, uh, I just try to provide that same punch for us, uh, facilitating the basketball, but also being aggressive to score, too. Um, and I just try to uh, trying to find the right play, make the right play. They were helping a lot, especially on drives. So I just tried to make the smart play because early in the game we were getting turnovers and we weren't ourselves when we went into the paint because they were they were closing the paint up. So um, we just talked about driving and kicking and just tried to make the right play. Kevin, did you guys did you get a chance to talk to Draymond at all about his foot? You think he's all right? Uh, I hope he's all right. I mean, if, I think he's all right. He came back out there and. After he did it, and um, and then set out the second half, but hopefully he's uh, he's all right. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Kevin, could you critique Steph's block shot, and how much fun is it to see him uh, go up and do? Yeah, that was an amazing block. Uh, great momentum play. Feels like Steph always makes those momentum plays, um, but it's usually on the offensive side of the ball or still. Um, but the block is. Uh, We'll have to start calling him a rim protector now. <laughs> but it was, uh, like I said, those players are, are key, especially at the end of the quarter is going into the fourth, you know, to give us a spark at home. Kevin, uh, you obviously know Quentin pretty well. Um, he obviously got two DMPs last two games. We saw him shooting by himself uh, after New Orleans. Now he comes out, plays 19 minutes, 13 points. He talk about just his resiliency and, like, mindset of, Hey, even though I didn't play, I'm still ready to go. Yeah, he's a pro, he's a true pro. I mean, he's been working that hard since he was a kid, you know. And I think that uh, it doesn't stop just because you get to the NBA. Um, so that work he, he puts in every single day, uh, whenever he gets this opportunity to play, uh, you know, he's he's confident because he put that he puts that work in no matter what. So you know, that's a constant with Quinn is that he's going always work on his game, always be a great teammate, and he'll be ready when his numbers call. Are you enjoying the uh, Alfonso McKinney story as much as the the basketball world seems to be? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, still early in the season. I know how y'all get out get out of hand with the with the gas, uh, and I think uh, <laughs> I know Zoe is not reading too much into that because uh, it's not really real. So um, he just tries to come out there and play extremely hard, stay within himself. He's being conf- he's uh, shooting the ball with confidence at the moment and playing defense. So. I don't think he's going to step outside of himself, but I think we're all excited um, for him. But we want more for him, and I know he wants more for himself. So it's only we only what eleven games in, you know, full season for him is that's what I'm looking forward to to see him do this for the rest of the year. Kevin Durant with high praise wow. for Alfonso McKinney, and and he sounds like the one guy that just he's in full belief that not only can it continue, but maybe it could get better for the kid. 
J.D., 29 minutes tonight, and whatever he got from his parents, I mean, he has that gene and mechanism of not being overwhelmed. Some players would play with this trio of superstars and future Hall of Famers like Patrick McCaw. I said it, and I think that didn't give them confidence. This young man, McKinney, looks at those guys and I think tries to duplicate and gets confidence from playing with them and this is why he's the talk of the NBA world through 11 games. A couple of nuggets here to close out the show. The Warriors' seventh game this season, shooting 50% or better from the field, including three of the last four. The Warriors are 7-0 and when they post that number. The Warriors also hit 13 three-pointers tonight on 24 attempts. That's right. Just oh, your, by the way. Just a ho-hum 54.2% <laughs> from three-point range. <sighs> Uh, the Warriors are now 9-0 and when they make 10 or more threes. I mean, 10, they basically do that every single game. And we mentioned the rebounding totals. The Warriors are unbeaten when they out-rebound their opponent. It was 46-30 to tonight. Uh, and the Warriors also had their 297th consecutive sellout here at Oracle Arena, a streak that will obviously reach above... 340 and 350 if you get into the playoffs. Yeah, and you know, J.D., I owe you an apology. I was a bit dismissive when you talked about Memphis slowing it down and when the game started, it was kind of choppy and I was like, Memphis is kind of long. The Warriors may be in trouble and then you give me those stats in regard to the rebounds. The Warriors are long now and that front line coming off the bench is going to give teams fits. Absolutely, and you look ahead to Thursday against TNT game. Milwaukee, nationally televised game, TNT. You've got the Warriors at 10-1 and one after a couple of days off. You've got the Milwaukee Bucks at 8-1. and one. Lost at Boston last week. Milwaukee scored 144 points yesterday against Sacramento as they beat the Kings 144-109. to uh, They've beaten Toronto. They've beaten Minnesota. They've beaten Philadelphia. They've beaten Indiana. Uh, the the Milwaukee Bucks are coming in again a home heavy schedule, but but they're coming in playing very very well. They will be in Portland tomorrow, so this will be the second game of their West Coast swing. But it won't be on a back to back. They're in Portland tomorrow night, and then they'll have an off day and then on Wednesday and play the Warriors here. Uh, on Thursday, obviously all eyes on Draymond Green. You want to see Draymond against Giannis Antetokounmpo. Because that will help. I know it's early, J.D., that uh, that campaign for him to get DPOY if he can come in and kind of, you know, put the clamps on a couple guys. And just to keep everybody updated on Draymond, he did leave the game in the second quarter, what the Warriors called a right foot contusion he came back just before halftime, and we were joking during the break. It was almost as if you know, Draymond went to the locker room, got checked out, came back, told everybody, I'm good, I'm good, you can put me back in. So he gets back in the game at the end of the second quarter, and then they go to halftime, and I can just picture them being in the locker room and, and the coaching staff saying, oh, what happened to Draymond? Oh, he's got a, a right foot bruise. Oh, well, he's – okay, well, we're, we're not messing oh, around yeah. with this. <laughs> you're, you're out. So, in, in essence, he, he kind of snuck his way back into the game maybe uh, right before uh, the end of the first half, and they find out at halftime what the deal is, and they're going to – obviously, uh, the Warriors are always going to be cautious with any kind of an injury, especially to one of the four All-Stars. So it's up in the air at this point. 
I would feel robbed if he didn't play. I, I'm hoping you know, I would these, too. these 48 hours go at Nick Nolte, uh, help Draymond get on the court. If I'm correct, real quick, J.D., last year Milwaukee came to town. Am I correct? Is that when Katie got threw out? And I felt cheated at the it game. It was late in the year. It was in March, and the Warriors got beat. I think by the Bucks. It was here. Yeah, yeah. I here. remember it was a quick, it was a quick uh, ejection. If that was last year, you know, I'm getting older. We're all getting older. It, it was on March 29th. Yeah. It was actually the opening. Okay. It was the opening day of baseball season here wow. at the at the Oracle and Coliseum Complex that night uh, when the Bucks played the Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson, very good tonight. 27. 27 points. He was the one guy that really had it rolling early. Kevin Durant, 22. He gets to the free throw line as well. Uh, and the Warriors get it done by the final of 117 to 101. Steiny's back with you tomorrow, 10 a.m. until noon. To it. Yeah. And then Steiny will be back with you on Warriors Live. And Warriors wrap up play of the game Thursday tomorrow at 10:30. And, and absolutely like it listen at 10:30 to that <laughs> to that play of the game. Uh, that it will do it for us. Want to thank Tim Jordan for setting us up out here. Extraordinary Wanna Tim Jordan. Thank Lucas yeah. Alexander and Alex Scott as well. My boys. Uh, that's going to do it for us. So we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Matt Steinmetz will be back. That's going to do it. Warriors win it. 117-101. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.